Welcome to the Tell It Like It Is podcast, where we share unscripted stories of life and faith. We hope it encourages you and helps you to know that you are not alone in this journey called life. Hello and happy day. Welcome back. I just want to take some time today and just kind of um, continue with what we talked about last week and does God speak? Can we hear him when he speaks? Uh, what does that look like? And I just want to take it just a little bit further because I have an experience in my life that honestly blew my mind. And so let me take you back to 2019. Our daughter had just gotten married. John was on his way to Mexico to work for what was supposed to be three months um, and then come back to the New Orleans area, which is uh, where we lived. And he was like, hey, do you want to come live in a hotel with me for three months with the dog? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I don't think I do. Um, And since I am a nurse by trade, I thought, well, why don't I just take a travel assignment and go somewhere really fun? And so um, I was trying to figure out Really, truly, I was praying about going to Mexico because I didn't want to just shut him down. And three months apart is a long time. Um, And so I had spent a day with the Lord. Uh, I'd come across the verse, James 4, 8, draw close to God and he will draw close to you. And that's really where I was in my life. I wanted to know him um, in a deeper way. I wanted to know my identity. I wanted to know my purpose and my calling as so many of us do, right? None of us want to go around life just existing. Um, But I wanted to take that verse at its word. And so I had spent a really large part of my day, it was a Wednesday, and just really praying um, before the Lord, being still and quiet and vulnerable before him. And I just said, Lord, you know, I I feel like there's a part of me that wants to work um, with the youth at the church. I don't know if this is where you're calling me. I don't know if you're calling me to go to Mexico. Am I supposed to take a travel assignment? You know, and so I was just asking for clarity. And so I go to church that night and it was one of those evenings where you know, normally we we sing and then we have a prayer service and maybe a short message. But that evening, like the worship just kept going and going, but in such a sweet way. Like, I, I believe everybody there felt the presence of the Lord. And so I, I, it was probably 45, 50 minutes and the pastor stands up and says, hey, look, when Holy Spirit shows up, there's nothing left for me to say. So we're just going to keep worshiping. And if you'd like to stay, stay. If you need to go, that's okay. And so in that kind of interim time, I had sat down and there was a lady behind me and she tapped me on the shoulder. I'd never seen her before. And she said, you know, this is going to seem weird, but I feel like I have a message for you from the Lord. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. (laughs) Like, wait, God has a message for me? Okay, what is it? And she said, God says, pack your bags. You are going. You're taking flight. And she said, I don't know if that means anything to you. And I teared up and I said, it does. It does. And I didn't have to explain to her um, what was going on. 
But God and I knew that just that day I had been praying. And so I felt like he was saying, I'm not calling you to work with youth right now. I'm calling you to go. And so then I'm like, do I go to Mexico? Do I go on a travel assignment? I'm not sure. And so I just said, Lord, I I don't really feel like it's Mexico, but if it is, would you make it clear? And if it's a travel assignment, will you make that clear? Well, within a day, I get a phone call um, with an offer to go to Presque Isle, Maine for three months. And it was August at this time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I might be able to see some snow and um, go up into the, the North Woods, well, not North Woods Law, but up into the North Woods. My mom watches that show. And, um, you know, just kind of see um, Maine and go over into Canada and all this good stuff. So uh, I actually accepted the position for three months to go to Maine. And John and I agreed. Of course, we would FaceTime almost on a daily basis. But at the same time, we would see each other at least once a month during that time. And so I'm packing up and I'm going and life is going great in Maine. Like I'm loving the assignment. The people are absolutely amazing. It was around September, September, October. I got, remember last week I called it like a download, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear, sell your house. And I'm like, wait, sell my house? So sell my house in in Louisiana and do what? And go where? <laughs> and John and I had talked about selling our house. We lived across the lake um, from New Orleans. And we had talked about selling since our you know children were out of the house and moving into a city since that's where we both lived. And so I was thinking, okay, maybe it's to move to New Orleans. And I don't know if y'all remember last week, but I said sometimes God will give you a download and then he doesn't give you any more. <laughs> And so I, I began praying into this, Lord, are you, you're calling me to sell my house in Louisiana, but I'm in Maine. I don't know what that looks like, but I want to be obedient. And so I just get, kept getting this confirmation again and again, sell the house, sell the house. And so then I'm left with, okay, I have to tell my husband who's living in Mexico for three months and I'm in Maine for three months that I feel like the Lord is telling me to sell our house. Like, if ever you've wondered if somebody has gone off their rocker, just making that statement will make you question them. But I wanted to be obedient. And so I said to John, hey, I really feel like Holy Spirit is asking or or saying that we need to sell the house. John's very fair. First question was, and live where? I'm like, yeah, he didn't tell me that part. (laughs) And then John said, then I guess let's sell the house. Now, when I traveled up to Maine, I boarded my dog with the most amazing lady. If y'all are in or around Petal, Mississippi, there is a dog uh, grooming and boarding place called Padoodles, and she is wonderful. And so I entrusted her with my dog. um, But in the interim of me working 13 weeks in Maine, my director had said, hey, would you be willing to stay and work another 13 weeks? Well, here's why I even considered it, because John had called me to say, hey, they need for me to stay longer in Mexico. Would you like to come down, you and Sophie, our dog, 
and live in a hotel? And I'm like, no, the the answer to that is still no. Um, I don't want to. I prayed about it. I didn't really feel like that's where I was supposed to go. And so since the director had asked me to stay, I'm like, hey, they've asked me to stay. I think I'm going to stay, but I'm going to fly home and get our dog, Sophie, and fly back for three more months. And he said, okay. And so when I flew home, I started getting rid of stuff. I I went to the house. I was there for an extended weekend. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to sell this house, I'm going to get rid of some stuff since I'm home this weekend. And so that's what I did. I just kind of got into task mode and really just started cleaning, decluttering, organizing, knowing when that next 13 weeks was finished, which would be in March, I was going to go home and sell my house, even though I didn't know where I was going to be moving. So that's what I did. I got Sophie. We went back up to Maine and off we continued. So about mid-December, John and I were talking on the phone and he said, hey, there is a full-time position here in Mexico City, Mexico, but it would require a permanent move. And so what I'm asking is, would you be willing to move here? I love to travel. I've told you guys that. And so I'm like, yes. Like who would not want to live in another country? So absolutely the answer is yes. And John said, I'm not the preferred candidate. Um, In fact, they already have somebody in mind, but I thought I would just kind of see what was, what was out there. And if nothing else, it's a, you know, good practice interview. And I said, great, let's do it. So he applies uh, in January And then he was like, you know, they're going to take several weeks because there's other people they're going to interview and all of this. I said, okay, great. I had already um, planned a mission trip um, to India. And so that was for the second week of February of 2020. And so I'm in India when John calls me and says, hey, guess what? I said, what? And he said, I got the job. And I'm like, wait. You weren't the preferred candidate. He said, I know. He said, but the guy said that because of how I answered the interview questions and how I did, that I truly was the best person for the job. So it looks like we're moving to Mexico. And I'm like, oh, so hear the word, sell your house. I didn't know to where or or what, but I went home, got it prepared to sell. And so it's coming back full circle. So I returned from my mission trip back to Maine, finish out my travel assignment the first week of March, and I head home and get the house completely ready to sell. Now, at this time, COVID has taken full effect. We are on lockdown, you know, only so many people in the grocery store, you know, you you can only walk down an aisle one way, down each aisle one way, and all of this. I call a friend of mine and asked her, could she list my house during this time? She's like, yeah, absolutely. And I said, okay, great. So she comes over, takes pictures, everything else. And within just a few days, I've got lookers, I've got buyers, I've got people who are interested in your house. You have to vacate the house completely. Every light has to be on, doors open, all this stuff. We're going to come in with masks. We're going to take a look. Okay, great. Well, that happens a few times. And then I truly believe it was within 10 days. Yes, within 10 days, we got a full asking price cash offer on our house. And we accepted it, of course. 
And so here it was back in September, I got the word, sell your house. I'm obedient to it, not knowing what was going to happen. And then in March, I sell it. I mean, I list it and it sells 10 days later. And the word that the lady gave me, pack your bags, you are going, you are taking flight. I do believe truly meant for me to go to Maine because God used me in mighty ways up in Maine. But then I think it also meant for me going to Mexico, where I was able to live and experience another culture, another language for a year and a half, and just kind of see that God did speak that word to me. I, I, I wasn't just coming up with it on my own. I mean, honestly, that is not something where you've lived in a house for five years and you're like, hey. I feel like God's saying, sell the house for no reason. (laughs) So I just want to encourage you guys today that, you know, once again, I said it last week, how do you know if it's God speaking? Does it line up with his word, which is the Bible? Okay. And sell your house. You may say that doesn't necessarily line up with the Bible. No, it doesn't. But stop and think of Moses who God spoke to first off in a burning bush and told him to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. Um, And again, and again, and again, again, it's not like if I open up, you know, the Bible and I'm like, did God before the story of Moses, basically, (laughs) had God spoken to anybody in a burning bush? No. Has he since? Not that I know of, but I do know that God speaks. And so since this wasn't against his word, right, it wasn't like it was telling me to do something illegal or unethical, but it lined up with his principles, right? Because it has to do with our life. And it also had to do with my obedience. Then I did take it as from the Lord. And I do want to say, there have been times that I'm like, okay, I feel like God's saying this to me. And I will pray, Lord, can you give me a confirmation? And he has in different ways, um, confirmed words that he's given me in the past. But there are also times that it's just kind of silent. And then I just take God at his word that, hey, I'm believing that you said this. I'm going to do my part to be obedient, whether that is to wait or whether it is to act, whether it is to pray, whatever that word is, um, and then just wait. And so I did write this down because this was something that I wanted to come back to. You know, I've talked about if the Lord gives you a word, write it down. And it may be a few days later, a few weeks, a few months, a few years until it finally comes back. But if you've written it down and you can go back and see the times that you thought God was speaking to you and how that played out. Maybe the door was shut um, and he was redirecting you. Maybe it was just your own thought. I don't know. But I do know that God speaks to us and he wants to speak to us. Um, You know, speaking to us through his Bible, speaking to us through songs, speaking to us through um, thoughts and actions. And I just think that it's fun. I think it's fun to kind of have this mysterious aspect of faith. That's a good way for me to say it. (laughs) I do believe that faith is quite the mysterious thing. Um, You know, when we walk in faith every single day, we get in our car and we drive. We have faith that one, it's going to get us where we're going and we're not going to have an accident. We sit down in a chair. I don't test the chair first. I just have faith in it. Um, And for me, in my life, God has proven himself worthy 
of being trusted. Um, he's never lied. He's never left me. And these are things that he says in his, in his word and I hold him to it. And so because of that, it's been this really fun faith journey. Well, that is me telling it like it is for me hearing how God speaks and acting on it. And I hope that it gives you hope and I hope that it inspires you to listen harder or even grow in your relationship with our Heavenly Father. All right, you guys, thank you for being a part of my day. 